WOND presents Klein Time. Dan Klein gets you through your work day with interesting conversation, and your call is always welcome at 609-927-1100. And now, Klein Time with Dan Klein. Welcome back to the Klein Time Radio Show on this WOND Wonderful Wednesday edition. So good to be with you. A little rain outside. Wind is blowing from time to time. Uh, the Washington has passed a big $2 trillion stimulus package. Going to make everybody happy around the country. Uh, but, you know, don't forget, at some point, the bill is going to come due. Uh, down the road. Right now, though, we're talking about more positive things, although that's pretty positive. Uh, We're talking with Ed Harold about deep breathing. Ed is an expert in the art art and science, I should say, of deep breathing and the health and physical benefits of engaging in a regular regimen of that. And Ed, before uh, before we continue, you were talking about some uh, fundamental breathing techniques and before we get back to that, before we had to uh, go to the top of the hour, ABC News, before we get back to that, I want people to know a little bit about you because you're not just, when you talk about breathing and how it affects endurance uh, athletic performances, you're not just another pretty face. You're a guy that has uh, completed the AC running marathon twice, I believe. And then you also you also completed the Around the Island Swim uh, which is probably one of the most grueling things from your own uh, uh, testimony to me on a couple of occasions, probably one of the most grueling things you've ever done. And I I remember that day like it was yesterday. They were getting ready to shut the lights out on the race and call the race. You were still in the water. You were still in the water, and everybody in attendance at Gardner's Basin wouldn't let them uh, call it. And just as the sun was starting to set, there we see the splash up on the on the top end of the basin, and there comes Eddie Harold bringing it in. Ed, uh, remember that day? <laughs> yeah, boy, I remember it like it was yesterday. And that uh, boy, politics is everywhere, isn't it? They wanted to shut down that swim, but the local guy had to get home. <laughs> the local guy had to get home, and he got home. But you're well versed when it comes to this kind of endurance uh, application of deep breathing. And obviously your uh, adherence to deep breathing maybe came a little later, but I guess your experiences early in those early days, now you can look back and maybe co- contrast the deep breathing you do now with what, you know, what uh, you, some of the things you were doing back then to get you through. Yeah, you know, I, I think I've come to the awareness that, you know, human life uh, is an endurance event. You know, the idea here is, you know, live as long as possible and, and share uh, with the youngsters, the information of the things that you went through. So uh, they have to go through those types of uh, challenges. And, you know, I think life's an endurance event with little intermittent moments of speed, or stress. And, you know, whether you're an athlete or whether you're uh, uh, in business or whether you just want to be healthy, I mean, the key is to set in, set in motion endurance physiology, endurance thinking, and then from time to time, there's going to be stress in our life. And, and we live in this amazing time right here where there's, there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty uh, of, of what's going on. So 
uh, you know, slowing your breath down, being optimistic, knowing you can't control what's going on outside of you, but the great gift God gave you is you have the ability to control how you respond to the circumstances of your life. Well, and there's no two ways about it. And if folks like what they're hearing, and uh, I don't know how anybody could. Now, I've tried uh, uh, what Ed has been talking about here, folks, and I can attest to – now, I'm, I, I'm a good sleeper anyway, so that one really wouldn't apply. But there have been other instances where I've applied this, uh, and, you know, I go to the deep uh, the deep breath to hold it, uh, you know, for, for, for longer than I inhaled, and then exhale and do the full exhale – and uh, you can feel, there is no question about it, Ed. You engage in th- five to ten really good deep breaths, nice and slow and easy, full in, all out that you can. And I'm telling you, in five minutes after you get done that, you're going to feel a whole lot different. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, I would just, I, I think the technique you were doing was inhaling for a count of four, holding the breath in for a count of four, and then trying to exhale for eight while you were walking or jogging on the boardwalk in Ocean City. Right. And I think everyone should, should try that. It would be like whatever you can inhale for. Say you inhale for a count of three. Hold the breath in for three and then try to exhale for six. And, you know, it'll be challenging in the beginning because you're changing an old routine. And let's face it, you know, everybody wants to do better, but nobody wants to change. <laughs> so one of the fastest ways to improve your skill sets or become more aware and remove fear from your life is to have more and more oxygen in the body, uh, lower your heart rate, lower your blood pressure, and get control of your thoughts. Now, Eddie, you do uh, you do a variety of things here. You've got a very active uh, life, and obviously the deep breathing comes in handy on your end because it looks like you're going. I don't know where you find the time to do all the stuff. You've got the TV uh, you got Ed TV. You got the podcast. You have live dates where people can actually now. What do they come online and you do a session with them? Ed, explain a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. I I do sessions online with people where I customize a program for exactly what they're looking for. Three people come to me three different ways. Number one, they come to me with a medical issue uh, that they they want to have resolved. Number two, they come to me from a corporate place where they're looking to uh, create more revenue, uh, have less stress at work, uh, have more optimal communication. And then number three, as you know, I work athletically. I mean, that, that's where I'm coming from. Uh, my background is, is athletics. And, uh, but, you know, it's all basically the same stuff. You know, a, a healthy athletics leads to a, a healthy corporate citizen, and a healthy corporate citizen is going to lead to uh, good, a good, healthy, happy human being. No two ways about it. And on that note, uh, and Mark at EHT wants to get in, so we'll bring him in in a moment. But I, I just, and I don't want to hold you too long because I know you're very busy. We're on overtime already. But a couple of weeks ago, Ed, uh, there was a tribute to a guy who was devoted to uh, 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 teaching young people how to become not just uh, better athletes, better oars people for the uh, crew program in Atlantic City High School. I'm speaking to Coach Bob Garbett. Uh, there was a nice tribute oh, yeah. to him and the impact he's had on a lot of use, thousands of people, and who are many of who are now coaches and teachers all around South Jersey and elsewhere. But, Ed, the reason I brought it up, Coach Garbett had a, had a mantra 
even when we were younger, and of course I didn't really understand it then, but I, I, I did, I, you know, it, it set in, he started this foundation, and then it settled in later, in later years. But his belief was that, that uh, if you were in top physical condition, that you were really, and, and when his idea of top physical condition was, you know, you, you know how he used to run the crew program. So, you know, he used to have us carry the other oars person on our back for a, a quarter mile around the track, you know, and then you'd switch up and the other one would carry you. So he had some very interesting and, uh, uh, you know, different kinds of training methods. But his, his overall mantra was if you were in top physical condition, you were one step ahead of your competition. Now, Ed, take that foundation, and if you add deep breathing to that mix, like I'm thinking of crew programs, Ed, where I think this deep, well, obviously it's applicable to just about anybody, anywhere, right. uh, at any time, right. but it seems to me that there are other areas of athletics where it could really be an important addition. How, how do you think deep breathing would fit into a crew program regimen. I, I would think it would be much needed. Well, the, the crew that collectively has the lowest heart rate in, during the 2,000-meter race is, is going to win. And the crew with the highest cumulative heart rate during the race is going to come in last. How do we break that down? Well, the, the crew boat that takes the least amount of breaths is probably going to win. And the boat that takes the most amount of breath is probably going to come in last. So when you're saying, like, for example, if you're breathing hard, because we've all been in that crew boat, and you get to about the 500-meter mark, and, of course, I was a coxswain, but then when I got older, you know, I rode. You start to get that muscle burn, Ed. You know what I'm talking about, right, in the arms and the <laughs> legs. And they, and it's almost like you can't push anymore. And it's like if you, even if it was a feather, you can't lift it up. And are, are you saying that if you're deep breathing properly, those muscle conditions are less severe during the, the later part of the race? Is that Am I on the right track here? Yeah, it's really about preparation. Now, there's going to be times when you reach that burn 500 meters into it where you're going to want to breathe fast through your nose. So like, remember when you start the race at like, the first 20 strokes, everybody's so calm. They have complete control of their technique. Their motor patterns are perfect and dialed in with the other athletes. And as heart rates go up and respiratory rates go up, technique and perception begins to fail us. (laughs) So the idea here is if you're completely centered and grounded 10 strokes into the race, and then in 500 meters into the race, you're thinking to yourself, you should have joined chess club instead. (laughs) The way you would do this is you just would – have to breathe faster through your nose for a little bit of time to keep blood moving through your heart so you could keep in control of your legs. And then, and that, that kind of, in other words, you can if you maintain that, uh, ultimately your body will catch up to those breaths through your nose. Because I've noticed that when I do that, like if I'm running and if I'll go for the deep breath, uh, or not the deep breath through the nose, uh, 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 uh a technique, uh, after I've gone maybe, you know, uh, 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 a quarter mile, half mile, whatever, there's that moment where you're, you're trying to catch your breath. And you're saying if you go through the nose and stick with it, your body will catch up to you. Is that it? Exactly. So in training, when you begin to feel like you're reaching the point that you're going to mouth breathe, just slow down to the next light pole on the boardwalk. Okay. And get your heart rate back 
back down and then take off again. Gotcha. Try not to breathe through try not to breathe through your mouth because the carbon dioxide itself, as much as it's a waste product, it's also a very valuable part of oxygenating the body. There's two oxygen molecules in CO two. The carbon in the CO two is what creates the heat. Carbon when touches oxygen uh, creates heat. So that is what's cre- helping create that lactic acid or that burn. The idea is to be able to hang in there with the experience. Keep, don't let all of your awareness be stuck between your ears. Stay down in your body. Listen to your legs. Feel your feet striking the boardwalk. Feel the foot stretcher in the crew boat. Keep your spine straight and just pay attention to your breathing. Just doing that, you'll have valuable clues the next day when you go into training that'll help you break through that barrier another 100 meters. Folks, talking with Ed Howell about life with breath, deep breathing techniques for all aspects of living, athletics as well, corporate and just personal daily living. Mark's an EHT. We'll get him on and then we'll uh, say goodbye to Ed, give him an opportunity to get some of the arrest. Well, you got snow uh, coming down where you are, right, Ed, in Utah? Still coming down? Yeah, it looks... We're going to have some snow shoveling later, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's get Mark from EHT on. Mark, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking my How call. You doing, Mark? Good stuff. We talked before about months months ago, and I believe we were talking about how Tom Brady utilizes a lot of your techniques. Yeah, yeah. He He doesn't talk a lot about what he does because it's very secretive at the highest level of peak professional sports, but he's totally about all of this. Now, Ed, you used to play in the Vendor Little League, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was on that rope team in 1972 that went to the States. Yeah, that was a great experience. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Mark. That was just was so much fun and just one of the great reasons of growing up in Ventnor. Wait, you were, what was that, Pat, Pat's Little Lions team, Ed? No, we had an all-star team in 1972. Oh, that was, oh, I know who that, wait, that was you, that was uh, Pat Hyde, Anthony Caravello, who else was on that team? You got any other names that was on that, uh, that was was a heck of a squad, Todd Schreffler, I think? Dave Phillips, Mike, uh, Meatball, Mike Gary Herr. Wow. Yeah, we had a really good team, man. That was definitely some Ventnor All-Stars. Hey, Mike, how do you know that team? Were you playing against them or were you playing with them? I was a couple years behind him. Okay. So I was a July birthday. So, um, so I was like a little sort of Mr. Mr. Cutoff. But uh, uh I was but I went to watch, I went to watch all their games. I was I, I played for the uh Knights of Pythians. Oh, okay. Mr. Sterling's mm-hmm. team. That's right. Mr. uh uh Bobby Sterling's dad. Hey Mark at EHT, an old veteran boy. One more question I gotta yeah, ask go ahead. Ed. Yep. Now with that technique to get to you know, when you, you Keep you try to keep your mouth closed though when you're doing all that, right? You're talking to Danny, so like if he's running or something like that. When you're doing that technique, right. with keep the mouth closed. Yes. All right. Okay. Remember, because I know a few people that sleep with their mouth open, and it's like uh, you know they should probably try to address that because you're not doing real good. Because you, if you're sleeping for six, seven, eight hours, that's six, seven, eight hours you're wasting without doing that technique. Yeah, good yeah, point. two ways we, we can help those folks. Number one is there's an appliance that they can buy that'll bring their, uh, their, uh, max, uh, bring their low jaw forward 
so that so that their mouth will be shut at night. And the more they do uh, the breathing during the day, and the brain sees that their mouth is closed, the more the brain will allow that to happen when they're unconscious at night. How about That's that? Good I stuff. I like that too. Keep try to keep the mouth open. I've you know I've listened to you before. And I've been on your website, so I'm pretty much familiar with you Appreciate know like what you're talking about. But there's other people that now does that does people that are like that that'll stop help them like not snore at nighttime. Some people they sleep they sound like they're like uh, <laughs> grasping for breath. Yeah, they're kind of drowning them out of water, and you know that's really not a good way to because you can't get a restful night's sleep because the brain is slightly agitated because it sees us uh, shallow breathing through our mouth. So we don't get the rest that we used to get years ago uh, when the lips uh, were closed and the mouth was closed. So practice uh, when you're conscious, keeping the mouth shut when you're breathing, and then it'll happen naturally and unconsciously two weeks later. Uh, your brain will adapt to the new change pretty quickly. Nobody else rest when they're like that either. Yeah. No, it's, it's also, there's a condition, I think, sleep apnea, that actually is uh, a, 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 a part of that as well. Hey, Mark, Mark good to... Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, good to hear well. from you. Thanks for getting in. An old Ventnor boy. An old Ventnor guy I there. Appreciate you. From the days gone by. Ed, so I'm looking at your uh, sheet here. You got some uh, events happening March 19th, 26th, April 6th. You got some classes. Uh, uh, the Nose Knows. Breath is Medicine and Health and Exercise. You've got uh, the yeah. heart of the matter, breath is medicine in the heart, uh, well coaches, school, uh, school of coaching, all kinds of things going on at edharold.com. Real quick, just highlight a couple of those before we segue out, and I really appreciate your time today. Ed, very, very helpful. Uh, and uh, and if you don't mind hammer home uh, deep breathing for folks uh, at home, uh, it might be a good idea to go to Ed's site in these uh, chaotic times, in these stressful times. Incorporating some of Ed's techniques will go a long way to calming the nerves, don't you think, Ed? I know it works for everyone, regardless of your age, your weight, uh, your athletic ability, your your uh, mental abilities. It works for everyone. I have bunch of stuff on my website for free on my YouTube channel that people can dial into and practice this for a few days and see if you don't feel great. If they go to YouTube, just uh, to search Ed Howell, and uh, they'll, they'll, uh, it'll take uh, take you to your page. Thanks, sir. Ed, can't thank you enough. We're breaking up a little bit, but I appreciate your time today talking about deep breathing and all the benefits therein uh, 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 with uh, regard to those great techniques. Thanks so much, Ed. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me, Dan. You're one of the all-time greats. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the call. There you have it, folks, life with breath. And in these uh, stressful times, uh, I can tell you that uh, what Ed was talking about, I've, as I mentioned, I've, uh, I've incorporated them into what I do, and it, that, there's no, I mean, it's free. You know, the, the trick is, I didn't get into it with Ed too much, but the actual trick of it is to think of, you know, we, we don't think about breathing. We just breathe, you know, who the heck is thinking about their breathing? Uh, during the course of each day. So it does require, obviously, some thought, but I find that I catch myself at least a couple times a day, and then I'll do it right then. And that's the beauty of it. You can just do it wherever you are. Uh, and, uh, and you know, basically Ed outlined a pretty fundamental thing that I do, which is you breathe in uh, three, four seconds, hold it for four seconds, and then exhale as long as you can, and uh, you do that, uh, you know, five to ten times, 
and you'll get some nice benefits from that. Believe me, you will feel. Try If you try that right now, and tell call me in five minutes and tell me you don't feel more relaxed, I'd love to get a call from you. Anyway, we got to speaking of getting a call, we got to take a quick break. We're going to do that right now. ABC News coming up bottom of the hour. Back on the other side, I got a clip I've been waiting to play from Greg Gutfeld, and it's a doozy, folks. He uh, he's he's got issue with the way the media has been trying to frame this coronavirus as President Trump's Karina. Stay right there. Klein Time continues here on News Talk 1400 WOND. South Jersey's News Talk 1400 WOND. 